0: Hello, hello. Hey, hi, 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 hi. Welcome to All Dick. No, it's All Shit Considered now. The, welcome to the podcast. Formerly known as All Dicks Considered, now All Shit Considered. Anyway, oh God, it feels good to be back, man. Sorry that I haven't had a podcast up in a while. I recorded a great podcast with my friend TT, and somehow I'm kind of a fuck up and I. I deleted the podcast. So I'm here to give you guys something different. I'm gonna go through some current topics. I think this might be a gem. Diamond in the rough. Is it in the buff? I don't know, ma'am. All right, well, let's start with politics. I'm gonna do the serious topic before this wine starts to Oof, that was a burp before this wine starts to kick in and I get too drunk to really uh, focus so yeah so let's start with Betty Duvaux <laughs> is that how you pronounce it? Betty Duvaux, right? yeah our unfortunately our Secretary of Education she was fortunately booed at Bethune-Cookman uh, during the commencement address this today, right? yeah, i think pretty sure it was today I don't know who I keep asking for, like, validation. I keep saying, right? Like, there's nobody else in this room. There's no one (laughs) to answer me back. But, yeah. So, she's booed while giving the commencement address. And, quite frankly, I really, really enjoyed it. Because, one, I don't know what the hell's wrong with Bethune-Cookman. It's an HBCU. It made absolutely zero sense for Betty or Betsy or whatever the fuck to be the one giving this commencement address. Like I feel like the show, the show, exactly. This whole America feels like a reality show. So everything I'm like every week I'm like, well, this week on America. Stay tuned for next episode. But yeah, so I feel like the school was looking for a way to get in the press, looking for some publicity. I just feel like it was a really stupid, stupid decision. And a slap in the face to all of their students. You're an HBCU. It's a black school. Graduation means something. It's important to these kids, people graduating. And don't fucking do that to them. Get them a speaker that matters. Someone that they care about. Don't do shit for shock value. Like Betsy is undoubtedly an enemy of public education. She's in favor of using... Tax dollars for religious schools, private schools. She fucking love charter schools and whatever business school, business for profit schools there are out there. She loves that shit. Definitely not. Oh god, she's just an idiot. She's also really, really, really ignorant on HBCUs. Like she made the dumbest statement. I have very little notes prepared for this, but I just wanted to make sure I quoted her perfectly right. And she said, HBCUs are real pioneers when it comes to school school of choice. They're living proof that when more options are provided to students, they afforded greater access to and greater quality. Choice, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like HBCUs came about because black people weren't given that choice. At the time, black people were not allowed to be in what we now call predominantly white schools like they were just white schools and black people weren't allowed in them so black people black people in america had to create their own schools and that's how we have historically black colleges not because they were afforded some choice and some luxury of deciding where they wanted to go no so to use that as like some like credit to bolster her like let's give people choices and the freedom to decide what they want to do with when it comes to their education no that's not what hbcus are about fucking idiot like now it's a choice but that's not the history of it you fucking dumbass just stupid i really really enjoyed them booing her though i didn't really like that i guess that was the dean stepping in to say like Respect the speaker Or you guys will be mailed your diplomas But Students handled it well They didn't fucking give a shit (laughs) Mail us that shit Who cares They kept booing And I loved every minute of it So dumb Hey what else do I have to talk about politics Oh Trump firing Comey Freaking insane man Trump is just God Basically like can't be under FBI investigation if there is no FBI, you know? Too shame my man. Too fucking Shay. Just ridiculous. America's seriously being run like a third world country. Like this is some shit that happens in my country. Like, very familiar, like this is just so dictatory and just corrupt and quite frankly very Nigerian of us and I've said quite frankly twice already and it's maybe we're six minutes into this podcast and I'm not a quite frankly person it's this wine I also haven't recorded anything in a while so it's like gotta flex that muscle I'm not a feeling very comfortable yet gotta drink more So I think that's all I have to I really want to talk about in politics right now. So I'm going to switch up to like an equally serious topic. Reality television. Cannot talk about reality television and not talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. One, we did not need four parts. Definitely didn't need four parts. That was absurd. They could have saved. I mean, they pretty much could have kept the first three. But being generous, I think they could have done two parts. Wasn't enough for two, but we could have we could have done with two. Oh, God Phaedra. Why, Phaedra? Why? The lies, the lies, Candy. <laughs> so if you don't watch the show, basically, all season, there's this girl named Portia, Ditsy seemingly ditzy. I don't know. Jury's still out on whether she's actually dumb or just playing dumb for the t- cameras because I did watch her as Celebrity Apprentice and she seemed very capable on that show. Um, but her character in quotes on Real Housewives of Atlanta is this ditzy, one of the youngest chicks on the cast. Then there's Phaedra. She's the attorney, the most intelligent of them all. Pretty much the only one I think that has like an education on the show. And then Candy, who is, um, Most famous for, she's one of the writers of No Scrubs. She was in a group called Escape with T.I.'s wife. And Candy and Phaedra used to be best friends. And then Candy and Phaedra had a falling out. Now Phaedra and Portia are best friends. Portia all season, there's been this whole all season long scandal where Portia accused Candy of wanting to drug her and take her home so her and her husband can have sex with her. So basically, rape. A big much to do about nothing, in my opinion. Um, but, to Candy, she thinks like, it's damaging to my brand. It's whatever, this, that, and the other. Only to come out at the reunion and find out that it was Phaedra behind it all along. Portia took the heat all season for something that her friend Phaedra told her. And then Phaedra at the reunion acted like she didn't know what was going on. Mum's the word. Totally silent. (laughs) Portia kept saying, Phaedra told me that you said this. And Phaedra was like, Well, I think, I think Portia might have misunderstood. No, Portia's like, No, no, no. You told me you heard this. And it was shocking how composed and unemotional Phaedra was and I'm gonna think that that was she's not evil like I've seen a lot of people on social media be like she's evil no emotionless she accused someone of rape and doesn't even care no I think she was just heavily medicated like I know when a bitch is barred out and I think that's what that was just lots of Xanax and was unable to (laughs) Show any emotions through that. I seriously think that's all it was. Like, Phaedra was just heavily medicated. Portia, I'm going to give her um, the slow clap on that one because she was able to come out looking like the victim. I think she might have overdone the fake tears, but still got her point across. Like, her friend lied to her. She would never accuse someone of rape because she's a serious journalist. Blah, 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 whatever. Whatever kenya is still pathetic as hell and annoying um i could have done without all her commentary like this is the time when you've had beef with someone and then you see them going down in flames and like everyone turns against them like that's your time to sit back and just be like "Ha, i was right you know silently do the whole like do a little dance in your mind because that's like your own vindication like i was right about this person all along but no she need to keep adding her two cents and be like, that's how they are. They just keep lying. That's them. Like, we didn't need that, all right? Just fall back, Kenya. I'll never like Kenya, and it sucks because I feel like the tide has turned up her. Is that the same? Whatever. And people have started to like her, and I just haven't gotten there, and I don't think I'll ever get there, quite frankly. <laughs> that's what you guys call a callback. No, I am had a little bit too much to drink and now I am embarrassing Peter that was the highlight of for the whole thing for me was Peter's drunken rambling and stumbling out and I just like that there's something about like a sloppily drunk grown-ass man that just like it's titillating you know I can't help but like giggle for some reason I don't know what it is about it that I enjoy so much but it's always great Oh, let's go into talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. Um, I'm just going to say it. I like Dorit. There I said it. Coming out of the closet. I'm a Dorit fan. That's it. That's all I really have to say about that. Um, As far as reunions go, that was a pretty boring reunion. I... I'm the type of person that I watch reunions for shows that I don't even watch. Like, I could have missed, never seen a season. If I'm flipping through the channels and I see a reunion, I'm watching that shit. Because, like, that's when all the shit gets aired. That's when, like, I don't know. Like, reunions are just entertaining. And then if the reunion is super, super lit, then I decide to watch the show. So, reunions are my jam. So, American Idol coming back. I don't know who asked for it back, but I think they've only been gone for like a year. I don't know why they're coming back, why they're so pressed to make this big comeback. Like, nobody was asking for you, man. Build some suspense. Make us want you. Shame. So, uh, Southern Charm. All right, I think that that show has run its course. There's something about, I was watching, the last episode I watched where Thomas Ravenel, Ravenel was talking about, I think he was talking to Landon and he was like, you're our class. And something about the word class always makes me deeply uncomfortable. I don't know what it is, but like, when you go around talking about people's class, if you refer to class, in anything other than like I'm going to class and you're talking about that, it's like people's social standing. It just makes me think that you're a bad person. Can't really explain it, but it just it invokes an odd emotion in me. It makes me very, very uncomfortable. And I'm just gonna say it. Sorry, guys, that was my phone. I'm just gonna say it. I the show's a bunch of racist. Sorry. I've realized that I've been watching a show of just proud descendants of slave owners, and I don't know, I'm just so uncomfortable with the show now. But yeah, I tried to ignore it. Like, it was glaringly in my face. Like, they go visit places and it's called a plantation. And I am like, oh, it's the Ravenel Plantation. And like, somehow my brain tricked myself into just ignoring the air of just racism and old slave I don't know like I, I just ignored that aspect of the show for its entertainment value and now that there's real really no entertainment value anymore all I can see is the fact that like I'm watching a bunch of racists on television as far as the whole cast goes who would I say is not racist probably Craig maybe if someone had to not be racist if if I had to choose a not racist person on the cast I'd probably say it's Craig just because he's not originally from Charleston he's from like I don't know somewhere up north I know that he's like a northerner and so I tend to think that he might be a little less ignorant and like more logically thinking but like let's be face it um racists are everywhere he's probably racist too Shep has gotten just pathetic. It's hard for me to even look at him because he's a 38-year-old. I think 38. Um, parties every single day. He went to the doctor's office and like most people when your doctor asks you how many how many drinks you've had, you lie. That's it. Like, if it's ten, you say five at, at the most, five but no one's honest with their doctor and he was saying that he was drinking like how many drinks a day and he was like maybe 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 the number just kept going up and he's like you know depends on the day and even if i'm assuming that he wasn't lying and underestimate like underselling the number that's still a fuck ton of drinks and you are old and he's drinking every single day body's deteriorating now he has like some liver issue whatever he sucks just it's a grown man still going out and drinking and sleeping with a bunch of chicks and it just looks pathetic past the age of like 30 that shit gets old and embarrassing I think that's all with southern charm I know that Bravo has like 18 new shows coming up. Um, They could keep them. I haven't really seen anything that seems too interesting. There's a show with the black guy where he's taking um, his friends on a trip to Cabo. I think it's like, trip to Cabo might be the name. And seems interesting enough, but to lie, it doesn't seem very interesting at all. It seems very fake forced, like, here, my I'm this, like, fashionable, super sassy black gay boy, and these producers have put together a motley crew of friends for me to pretend like these are all my long-lost friends, and, like, I hang out with these people all the time, but now I'm putting all my friends in a group, knowing good and damn well, of those people are his friends. There's probably, like, an open casting call. They found a bunch of people they thought were interesting, and they're like, pretend these are your friends. Like, the show looks very, very forced, Another one of the shows I know they have coming up is another Southern Charms, and it's like in Atlanta, not in Atlanta, but it's in some, I think it's Savannah, Georgia. Again, um, I don't need to watch Racist on television, and I just realized why my issue with Southern Charms is, I think that now that Trump's president, the show, like the country is at a different racial climate and the show just doesn't fit right last season when there was hopes of like Hillary was gonna be president we were all pretty much well us sane thinking people and not shitty people were pretty much like you know Trump can't be president you know Um. so looking at them it was entertaining now that Trump's president I'm like I can do without Seeing people. I'm like seeing racism and everything now. We're a little bit more sensitive to it. That's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, Moving on to the Kardashians. I have really mixed feelings about the latest episode where slut shaming gate you know where Kim slut shames the girl who Scott snuck into had hiding in the bathroom and at first I really enjoyed it because I was just like, look at Kim, she's snapping. Kim called her a whore. It was like, it was fun and like cool to see Kim showing what seemed very much like genuine emotion and real. Like to see her like get snappy and like attitudey with someone was cool. But then I don't know, like I guess the sh- last show ended on a cliffhanger and then the next one started off with the girl walking out of the hotel room and something about seeing her walking out just made me feel really bad for her I was like oh man no poor girl like all she wanted to do was get some like semi-famous like you well no Scott Disick is like pretty famous like she just wanted to get some famous dick and like have a good story to tell her friends and like she probably is a huge Kim fan and Kim like knocks down the bathroom door and starts insulting her and tells her, like, security's gonna escort her out. It must have been so horribly humbling. I feel bad even retelling it, man. That sucks. I see both sides of it, though. Especially since Kim just came off of that whole robbery thing and then to have someone, like, invading your space. Plus, the girl was hiding in a bathroom, which probably instinctual, and, like, it made her seem, like... You're the one hiding, so it makes you seem like you're doing something wrong. I wish the girl would have just, like, bossed up and been sitting on the couch waiting for them. When that elevator door opened, she was just sitting there. But I'm pretty sure Scott may probably made her hide. And I hated how Scott handled it. Had her hiding in the bathroom while he was smoking, pacing around. Like, no. Man up. Be like, hey, I have someone here. Or just don't leave the girl in the bathroom by herself to be found by Kim and then insulted he didn't even go down when he saw Kim Kim announced that she was going to that bathroom was going to knock it down go see what quote unquote what she said was I'm going to go see what whores in the I don't think she said fucking yeah she might have said fucking but I'm going to go see what whores in the bathroom and Scott was just up there chain smoking and nervously pacing when he should have walked down there been a man about it So that sucked Then Scott flies in a girl To their family vacation Which was super super whack Where I know a lot of people Were on Scott's side Because they're like Well she Courtney leads him on And I I do believe that But To see The scenes juxtaposed Where He's in one scene Kissing courtney and very much trying to be super lovey-dovey with her meanwhile knowing that he had this girl probably clearing customs to come see him was just really fucked up you can't play both sides like that don't pretend to be so hurt by her and so lovey and like trying to kiss her and be close to her and then fly a girl out and be knocking that down like that to disconnect and I really really didn't like it I'm also trying really hard to see Scott through more objective eyes I don't know what it is about him that is super charming where I think like oh it's fun and like these are just hijinks and I forget that he is a father of three children Courtney is a person these are real people he is doing hurtful things and it He's a fuck boy. Like, there are very few redeeming qualities about Scott, and I don't know why I've liked him for so long. And it took me so long to see that, like, he is not cool. Poor Courtney, you have a father of your child's an alcoholic, super womanizing, very arrogant, kind of a jerk. No, a jerk. Either he's super sad or depressed, or he's drunk or on whatever drugs and then he turns into a smug asshole he has two molds and neither of them are particularly pleasant so I don't know why I and a lot of people have liked him so much because he's pretty much basura that's trash if you didn't know so yeah I am really trying to wean myself off of liking him But she says, Courtney's my favorite Kardashian. So I don't know why I'm so okay with Scott doing my girl wrong. I like that Courtney's dating now. I don't like that she's dating like a 21-year-old. I don't know. I know, okay, there's double standards. Men are allowed to date younger. And then women get judged for it. But yeah, that's just what it is. And I definitely don't care for it. I just oh god it makes me so uncomfortable. I, was, I saw a picture of her and this new guy walking outside and I just makes me cringe. I know she was supposedly hooking up with Beaver and I can't fault her because I am a Beaver fan and like he can get it whenever he wants it. My man just got to understand. Beaver is it, but this is like a regular guy. I know he's a model but not like anything big time. Everyone's a model these days. But yeah, Courtney definitely is my favorite Kardashian. She seems the most genuine. I like that she doesn't know how to act. So, on the show, whenever anytime something's scripted, you very clearly can tell from Courtney's reactions because she's very visibly uncomfortable, and I respect that. I like the transparency. So, speaking of Kardashians, let's talk about their long lost Caitlyn Jenner. Um, she's canceled. If you haven't already canceled her, cancel her. She's trash. Her new book is out. And couldn't sleep one night, so I spent pretty much a good portion of the whole night finishing up the book. And she's a liar. She's very, very, very self-important. Super, super. victim everything is woe is me. Very... She very rarely acknowledges the fact of how hard this is on other people, right? You are a parent, you were married to someone. And yes, I I really understand the plight of a transgender person. I understand having this need and I'm very pro trans rights. I think that trans women have the hardest struggle in life, right? I think trans men are able to pass a little bit easier. But I know that when it comes to rights and it comes to oppression in this country and everywhere in the world, to be honest, it transgender at the bottom of the barrel. So they have the longest way to go. And I'm very, very pro their rights. But Caitlyn Jenner sucks. And I I feel bad that that's who they have as their like representation out there because she's trash she 100% does not understand other people's struggle. I know on her show, Caitlyn, they did surround her with a lot of regular transgender women, people going through the the struggle without money and having to really do the, buying their back alley hormones, having to resort to sex work because no one would hire them. and such and such, like real transgender women. And she got to really up close and personal see the real struggle. And you can always tell the disconnect. She just never got it and she didn't try to get it. Caitlyn was very much like her answers to things they would say would be like, you got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps type bullshit. And we can even see it from the interview with Ellen where she came on Ellen's show and said she didn't believe in gay marriage. But at the time was still very much identifying as a woman who is attracted to other women making her a lesbian therefore if she ever wants to get married again would need gay marriage and she says she doesn't support it like she's so confused and just dumb just a fucking conservative idiot just trash 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 so reboots That's like the new jam for 2017. Everybody wants to do a damn reboot, right? Writers can't be creative. Writers can't come up with new things anymore. We just got to reboot old things. We want to suck every franchise that was able to get any level of success. We just want to suck it dry and come out with a, a reboot for it. Sorry if you hear my straw. Like, talk about prison break i've only seen like the first three episodes so haven't really seen much can't really talk too much on it but the last season ended with this guy dying right there was no motives for him at the time to fake this death right he very much loved his child didn't want to leave her and this oh, he faked his death seems very, very, very forced, right? To come back on this new season, oh, well, JK, he's actually alive. He faked his death. Seems just so forced and pathetic even. I hate it, man. Like It literally just seems like you're watching something more like, you know what? We just want to bring this show back. Forget that he died. Who cares? And I think that's the same thing they're going to do with Roseanne. Because Roseanne is supposedly coming back now. Actually, no. Like, it's confirmed. Everybody has signed on to do the show. Including the guy that died on the last episode. The last episode of Roseanne ends with him having a heart attack. And they're going to bring the show back. And they're going to what? Say, JK, he didn't die. Like, stop with the reboots. We don't need to bring everything back. Like, Baby Boy, the movie. Why would Baby Boy need a reboot? The movie was very complete. wasn't the greatest movie, but definitely when it comes to Black American culture, big part of it, right? It was a movement, very much part of the cultural experience, but does not need a damn reboot. It was a complete movie. Story finished completely. Why are we doing a reboot for it? Because Tyrese is thirsty as hell and wants to milk the shit for whatever it's worth. And poor Taraji is going to get sucked into this because, like, how could she not do the movie? She needs to be like, Jody, Jody. We we need, like, you can't have the movie without her. So I'm guessing they're going to do, like, they're grown now, married now. His son is going to be acting like a fuckboy and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what I do know is it'll most likely be trash. If the original is trash, how's the reboot not going to be trash? Impossible. Full House was garbage. That reboot was insane to me. I don't know why they did that without... How how do you have Full House without the Olsen twins? Garbage. When the Olsen twins refused to come back on, they should have just took that and been like, you know what? It's not meant to be. I know T and Tamara are... I don't know, I think it was on Wendy that I saw Tia was on there. And she was like, yeah, I would love to do a reboot. Man, you guys, if you guys wanna see a reboot, gotta support it, start letting people know, man. I'm totally down for a reboot. I'm like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Why would we need a sister-sister reboot? Why? Marcus Houston is busy. I mean, he's actually not busy. But I very much want him to be busy, so we're just going to say that. <sighs> think we're going to move on to social media news. Poor Snapchat, man. So the company went public just, uh, I think, two months ago in March. It went public. They've already lost $2.2 billion, you know? That's garbage. <laughs> and then today the stock took like a huge plum I don't know plowing no plowing just sounds very sexual to me I don't know I think I might just watch too much porn but stock didn't do well today right it went down like 25% and um, if you watch billions and you've learned anything you know that that is bad that's all I've learned I know that um negative is negative and positive is positive. So uh, when the numbers are going down, that is bad, and the numbers are going up, that is good. Very informative show that Billions is, you know, I've just learned so much about stocks. I am ready to start trading. <laughs> you know, I guess it's about, um, Snapchat has some type of lawsuit, some employee was suing, I guess that made the stock take a a dive. Do you know that from Billions um negative price equals uh negative stocks? Stock price Would you say negative stock prices? I don't know anything about stocks. So I have not finished. I haven't watched the last episode of season 2 Billions. Um so I feel like whatever knowledge I have left is probably that'll get filled. All my gaps will get filled in, in that last episode. So I'll come back with an update. I'll be able to give the full breakdown on the stock market as soon as season 2 is over as soon as I finish it man in twitter news um, some white kids got some nuggets wonderful kid tweeted Wendy's how many retweets do I have to get some free nuggets forever for the rest of the year or whatever Wendy's tweeted back 18 million Got the 18 million, got the nuggets. One thing I will say is, like, Wendy's has a pretty lit... Whoever handles their social media accounts is always on point. They're really quick and quirky with the comebacks. I can't really think of any right now. Like, if I wasn't by myself on this podcast, and, like, let's say I had someone else with them, they'd be talking, and then I'd be able to look it up, and I can read you some things. But I'm doing this dolo solo. Solo dolo, so... I don't really have the time to look shit up in between stuff, so. That sucks. What's happening with IG? What's happening with IG? Right? Because I did. Is it Snapchat? Did Twitter news? It's IG. Oh, that damn Instagram bra. Oh, God. The lies. The lies. Why are you always lying? Why you always lying? You know that bra don't fucking work, so stop fucking lying. I can't really sing, but that bra's trash, man. Like it's everywhere, trying to convince me that putting these two flimsy ass pieces of pads of whatever that material is, and then tying the little shoelace in between, all of a sudden you go from like shitty breasts to beautiful ones. To BS. I had tweeted a while ago asking for where can I see a review on this bra from someone who doesn't have implants and people kept pointing me towards Amber Rose and like if her tits aren't fake they're already perfect. I mean like a bitch with some natural hang in there orangutan type titties I want to see what that bra does for them but I did get a lot of Girls being like it doesn't work. It barely works. It's disposable. You could only wear it one time and then it's got to go. Like tired of seeing that bra. It's trash. Like they really got to stop lying. I don't know how much money that company has that they're able to afford to just flood the market and have every every single Instagram chick with over 100k followers has done a review on that damn bra. Whether she got titties or not, they're just sending that thing out to everyone. Irritating. What else is there? Um, Fry Fest. Didn't talk about that yet. I mean, it's always good to see rich kids disappointed. You know, I'm not a hater, but sometimes it's kind of fun to be a hater. You know, if you're spending two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go to a a music festival. I want nothing but bad things for you. More bad things. Just give them more disappointments. Shower them with disappointments. Like, want it all. Like, just to see the tweets of these kids just be so disappointed. Like, I paid for this luxury tent, and all I have is like the, the disaster relief tents where they're luxury suites. Trust me, the irony of having these super rich kids end up having <laughs> and their luxury suites being the tents that are used for like natural disasters when people are displaced is it's great you have to just laugh at that man these kids are how can you spend so much money to go to a fucking music festival and there was no one extraordinary there it's not like Beyonce was playing there. I gonna pay $250,000 for something that Blink 182 is at Blink 182 Like I saw that as the list of Performers and I almost died laughing I'm like what Sit through that Type of performance they owe you money Like they are so Past their time like Irrelevant And insignificant are not even the Words to describe them Speaking of irrelevant and insignificant Sin God sin and Joe Budden So, Joe Budden was on his, whatever stupid show it is that he has, and he was going in on Lil Yachty for being happy. Kept saying, I don't believe that that's you, I don't believe that you're really that happy. And Lil Yachty was like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm not, so he's like, so you're always happy. And Lil Yachty was like, I'm not always happy, but... Basically explained himself really well. He was like, from going from not having anything to now I can get whatever girl I want. And I got money now. I'm happy. Joe Brennan's like, I don't believe that those are really where your core values lie. Blah, 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 blah. Like, shut the fuck up, Joe. Like, the kid is happy. Those are his core values. Shut up. Those are the things that he wants. Like, for him to keep... I don't believe that that's what you want. No. So people were dragging him on social media. And... Sin, who I thought they had broken up from this tweet, but no, they're still together. Defends Joe by tweeting. I'm talking slow like this because I'm trying to pull up the tweet and. uh, Can't really find it right now. Sin defends Joe button with tweet. Let's see. I had a guest right now. The guest could be talking and I could be looking this up. Maybe I can better prepare, you know. Oh, here it is. And by the way, y'all keep saying Joey is irrelevant. The word y'all are looking for is insignificant, but carry on. That's how you that's how you defend your man. That's it. <laughs> And by the way, y'all keep saying Joey is irrelevant. The word y'all looking for is insignificant. But carry on. Just great. Wonderful. But yeah. Um, what else is there? There was the MCV Music Awards. Can't really talk about it because I didn't watch it. Ugh. Feel like while I was on kind of checked out the hashtag and I saw a bunch of little kids and I don't like to watch things with people younger than me for the most part because it makes me feel old and it's not about it. There's a bunch of the kids from 13 Reasons Why and then the Stranger Things kids and that's what I was seeing there and I'm not trying to watch a bunch of children and once the Jenners aren't even going to the, the MTV Movie Awards what do I look like watching that? They graduated above it. I've definitely graduated out of watching it. So that is just not for me. What else? What else is there? Can't really think of anything else that's been going on. So, yeah, that is going to be the show today. I'm sorry, man. <sighs> Had something really good recorded and prepared. It was a great show. Now, you guys are left with this because I just feel really guilty that I haven't put anything up. And, like, consistency is key. You dig? I don't know why I just said you dig. But yeah, so... Email me so I have, like, letters to write, read. That'll be a great show. Send me emails. I'm at considered at gmail.com. You can see it and look for it in the bio. Follow me, fly.chai, on Instagram, fly.chy On Twitter, it's flychy, flychai. On Snapchat, I'm is embarrassing to say you know i try to stay have this brand everything fly chai but when i signed up for snapchat i know it was going to take off and be what it is today and i also i didn't realize you weren't going to be able to change it so signed up just because a friend made me so i'm xchyxi know embarrassing really sucks that they don't allow you to change your name but follow me on everything um Listen to next week's show It's every Wednesday morning I'm going to put something up This one's already kind of late About two weeks late But we keep it consistent after Uh, Love you guys Thank you so much for listening Bye